In several worlds, throughout the ages, there have been heroes and warriors who've embarked on quests to save faraway lands and free the people from would-be conquerors, armed only with a bag of dice. An unlikely group of nerdy adventurers with some pretty stupid ideas and a horseshoe up their butts. Listen in as they tell their tales and come together to save the day. They are the Terrible Warriors. Seriously, these are the guys we're going to go with? Greetings, my fellow role players. It is I, Mike the Birdman Dodd, here for Terrible Warriors. Brought to you by CNG Magazine. Though, oddly enough, we're not recording in that big building down in Toronto. But I'm not alone as I journey through Citadel space. I'm joined with my fellow role players tonight, starting with the man in the top hat. I'm Derek the Bard from Chasing the Muse. And of course, we are welcoming Toronto's number one and only worth talking about supervillain. <laughs> Greetings and welcome, brave citizens. My name is Connell Macbeth, better known in the nerd community as Toronto's greatest supervillain, Dr. Holocaust. And of course, newcomer to a new challenger approaching, if you will, the one with boobies... You too. I love it. I love it. Like, holy crap! Like John Cena, right? (laughs) She stole my spotlight. Like, how do I? How do I even? Anyways, my name's Tiffany. Uh, You can call me Fawn Solo. That's my tag on everything. Um, everything. So I'm a nerd cosplayer, uh, crafter. So yeah. And you made me a sweet roll once. I did make you a sweet roll. It was. I also make. uh, Yeah, I make. Uh, video game and TV and movie themed food. God damn! On my website. Which no, is freaking awesome. awesome. Hold on, yeah. Mike. Let me guess. Someone stole your sweet oh, roll. <laughs> <laughs> they did, and then I took an error to the error knee. To it was the terrible. Knee. <laughs> now, there we go. Now, despite all that, we are not playing Skyrim, which we were going to play uh, with, with uh, Derek, actually. Unfortunately, I got sick and was briefly hospitalized, so thankfully not dead. I did I did roll a good fortitude save. Thank you, God. He died and rose the, the again. The whole story of this is uh, told in the Mage of the Awakening game that you've just listened to. So, yeah, hopefully you guys have checked uh, that out on TerribleWarriors.com. But tonight, we are going to be playing a homebrewed Mass Effect system. I found this game online. So I want to give credit to R. Christopher Ramos and Robert Delgado. This was made back in 2012. This is the Mass Effect RPG version 1.1, and it's a pen and paper role-playing game using D100 and the base 40 system. Uh, We have made some minor variations to this system to suit our sort of role-playing, I guess, style, so to speak. And um, obviously, I want to set this as my own unique spin on the Mass Effect universe. So, tonight's adventure... Is going to be called Mass Effect Renegade Rising. And I have something... Well, that's good, because we're all evil. Yes, we are. <laughs> so, I want to read you a brief prepared uh, opening that I've wrote. Prepared statement. You're prepared a statement. prisoner on us, weren't you? No, it's... no, 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 it's beautiful. He, this is the opening narration to the game. It's because I'm fantastically old. Now... Renegade for life. <laughs> now, the collectors have been defeated, and a... And a re- sorry. The collectors have been defeated, and a relative peace has spread throughout the galaxy. The Reapers are still in the space behind the destroyed Batarian mass relay, 
Commander Shepard has been taken into Alliance custody on Earth and is currently awaiting trial. Currently, the Citadel has experienced a series of small terrorist attacks and high-tech thefts, and there's a possibility that they are connected. This is where you guys have come in. You have all been summoned to the Citadel through various uh, resources, some of them being just open comms. Basically, please come to the Citadel. Here is a prepaid voucher for your for your travel. Some of you have been contacted in a more professional sense, such as Tiffany, who is playing... A, a sorry CSEC officer who happens to have connections and, you know, she really wants to kick some ass, so... Oh shit, CSEC. So, yeah. so you have been summed up through the chain of command. Uh, most, yep. uh, most notably, the CSEC commander has personally recommended you for this mission due to exemplary service. And uh, there may be a little bit more to it. Uh, basically, someone in the Asari government has noticed you and has personally recommended you, though that part of the file is strangely sealed and redacted. Mostly because there's a lot of... Uh... R-rated material in there. It's an Asari personnel file. Everyone, every single person who comments on it, it's like, 10 out of 10 would totally have sex with this person. <laughs> Bang an A+. Plus. Exactly. Yep. Also, would embrace eternity with. <laughs> also, also being summoned to the Citadel from Regions Unknown is Derek's character in York. Oh, playing. no, no. I live on the Citadel, man. I'm not, I, I'm, I'm attached, quote-unquote, to CSEC as a troubleshooter. Well, look at it this way. You're coming back from somewhere. Okay. I had to shoot some trouble. You did have to shoot some trouble <laughs> with extreme prejudice. I, love I it. warned them that something would happen if they forced me to draw my weapon. And then, unfortunately, they forced me to draw my weapon and something happened. Was your weapon like a data pad or something? Like an encryption code? Like, oh, no. My, my weapon was a like silenced pistol. Oh, nice. My, my my weapon was an M11 suppressor. Hmm. They were not happy. Are you a human or one of those elephants? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm playing... Um, Elcor, you mean? I, 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 yeah, Elcor. the Elcor is uh, like, I, I'm playing... I um... have an assault. <laughs> With extreme oh prejudice. No, no, I tried. I tried. I tried. <laughs> Mike wouldn't let me play an Elcor. I, he, he just kept listing... He kept vetoing every single character concept I started throwing at him. I'm like, I, I want to play an Elcor biotic. No. You know um, I want to play a Volus Assassin. No. <laughs> I want to play a Hanar Ninja. No. Can I play Blasto? No. Blasto. No. <laughs> oh, for fuck's dude, sake, Mike. Dude, Fine. Amazing. Um, There's so much potential for a Blasto RPG. I know. I would love to do that. Oh, my God. He's got a, he's got a woman in every port and a gun in every tentacle. Um, <laughs> so I am playing um, Philippe Taggart Gideon. Um, he is a human adept. However, um, when he went to Jump Zero, the Turian training really worked well on him. Um, I described him to Mike as a Turian weeaboo. <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh, um, I forgot to say, can I say my character's name? I totally yes. yes. Uh, sorry, so my character's name, <laughs> my character's name is Halesi Averia, and for those who are listening who are Game of Thrones fans, Halesi is actually the proper pronunciation of Khaleesi, which is how it's pronounced in game, the actual TV show. However, oh, the actually, person no, who... I'm, I'm sorry, I've watched the show, and listening to that old guy who really likes her, I'm pretty sure the name is pronounced 
Khaleesi. Actually, her name <laughs> is Daenerys, but her title is Khaleesi. Khaleesi. <laughs> but you gotta, you gotta uh, the guy... Yeah, you gotta say it like a total asshole. Um, <laughs> the guy that, that made the actual um, language um, kept on saying, why, why are people pronouncing it Khaleesi? It's, it's pronounced Khaleesi, like the Hebrew, like Khaleesi. Anyways, so it's Halesi. Yes. <laughs> okay. So we have Taggart, Halesi, and finally, rounding out our crew, we have Connell's character, and you will be playing. I am playing a human adept, white-collar worker named Walter Corvell. And are you living on on the Citadel or elsewhere? Uh, probably. I could actually just say I'm living somewhere else. All right, then. So you have been summoned through a special council courier. Actually, a guy came to your house and said, would you please come with me? This is uh, council business and all your expenses will be paid for. Yeah, all right. So you basically jump through the through a couple of different mass relays. It's taking you a couple of probably about a day to get here because you have to cross certain systems and cross, you know, whatever. So eventually where we begin our adventure begins on the Presidium. This happens probably about probably about six months after the end of the collector attacks. So things are relatively quiet on the Citadel. Obviously there's still Batarian slavers. The terminus systems are still a bit of an issue, but no one has said the word Reaper in quite some time. Sure. There are still pieces of sovereign being found every now and again, but it's relatively small bits of news on the occasional, uh, hollow net news programs. Mm-hmm. So all three of you are summoned outside the, council chambers what are you guys gonna do i am a little nervous to go up there you guys i hate authority i'll be strictly honest here i might pull a pistol on them if they say you're something a wrong. c-sec officer and you okay. hate authority do you know who i work for like do you know what i had to do to actually get this job like i i That's am a not ended question i could say yeah. some Awful stuff, but I'm just I mean, and some of the things you said will probably not be wrong. So, I mean, I'll, I'll defer to you guys and try to keep my mouth shut. Oh, God. At the moment, we're keeping the council waiting. That's just going to annoy them more. My suggestion is that we go up there. We be curt and professional. My name is Philippe Taggart Gideon. And you are... Um, none of your business, but you can call me Halesi. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Walter Kovacs. All right. So as you guys sit there quietly discussing amongst yourselves, you notice two Salarians walk in. One is dressed in a bluish kind of military style armor. It looks very, I wouldn't call it ornate, but highly detailed. Um, Derek, I'd like you to give me, or actually... Actually, no. Let's make that Tiffany. Roll me knowledge. Okay. STG? Is uh, STG doing... in the house? <laughs> we're doing um, two D10s, right? Yes. Yeah, just uh, type in roll 1D100. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I by have the way. the thing up, actually, for um, the dice. Now, for those of you listening at home, we are currently using a website called roll20.net, which is like a virtual, uh, virtual uh, tabletop. So it allows us to roll. We can put a map out there and whatnot, but we're using it mostly for dice rolling at this time. So Tiffany has rolled a 26. You... Uh, wait a sec. No, that uh, you rolled 2d10 plus 14. Yeah, that's my my knowledge. No, no. Um, you, you just type in um, the slash roll 1d100. 
Then you add your 40 to your attribute, and if you roll under that, this system is really stupid. <laughs> we'll talk okay. about that more about during oh, the debrief. Oh, believe me, the debrief is going to be such a bitch fest. Uh, roll 1d100, and then what? Uh, okay, just roll 1d100. Okay. Oh, my bad. Hold on. Slash. Is there any spaces in that? I'm obviously never slash done it this way. Roll, uh, yeah, just the slash roll 1d100. 1d100. Yeah, it's not working. Uh, one sec. Uh, uh, how, okay, so you just go... Let, let me try. You know what? In the act, in the process of just wanting to skip over this... There we go. You got a 29. Okay. Oh. You, so, su- you succeed. You succeed. <laughs> so you notice the armor of this particular Solarian. He's definitely a specter. Oh. Um, you've mm. definitely seen him around, uh, around the... Presidium, you see him a lot around the Solarian Embassy, and you have noticed him a lot down in the wards, though not so much in an official capacity, but you recognize his face, for sure. You know him as a Spectre Jordan Bow. Uh, next to him is another Solarian. Uh, you don't quite recognize this one, though judging by his dress, he's likely some sort of a scientist, and he's got a bit of a tick to him, sort of that... Uh, not quite nervous, but not exactly all there either sort of thing. Hmm. So, are you going to share this information with uh, the others? So, I have seen that Solarian around the Citadel. Um, he is up there. I'm pretty sure he's a specter. So, I'm not sure exactly why he's here. But, I mean, better to know than, than not know. I'm assuming this business is going to be... Pretty important. If this is business involving a Spectre and we've been brought here, they may be looking for us to be a support team for him. Don't see how. Now, as you, as you He could have intelligence as well. Now, as you notice, the two Solarians pass you as they enter the council chambers. Um, A human female comes out and says, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you come right this way, the council will now see you. So as you enter the council chambers, you enter this huge grand room. You can, obviously, the presidium and the council chambers are huge. You can see what, it should be the sky, but it's not, because it looks like daytime out here, but obviously it's the artificial environment and whatnot. Artificial sunlight streaming through these huge windows, and you see the Solarian Counselor, Valor, Turian Counselor, Spartus, Asari Counselor, Tivos, and Human Counselor, Donald Udina. Are all there before a long? Damn it! We're in the strength. bad universe. God, Udina. We're in the bad universe, guys. So <laughs> they are there, seated, and they have the two Solarians up there talking with them, very, very, very quietly. They, you see, Counselor Udina point to you, Tagger, and gives you the hand sign for just wait one second. Yeah, uh, Tagger nods, st- uh, stands perfectly at, mil- uh, at ease, like he's in the military, and. A few moments pass. They continue talking with the two Solarians. Eventually, the scientist leaves. He walks out. He kind of eyes you guys as he's walking out. Sort of like, well, what the hell are you doing here? Sort of look. Not- and a, a very uh, promptly gives him a death stare. He very quickly looks at the floor as you, <laughs> as you do that. He's like, ah. Intimidated by, by uh, strong females. <laughs> like, you're, you're not supposed to look at me when I intimidate you. Um, 
So he walks out. Eventually, um, the Asari counselor clears her throat and beckons you all forward. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, walks forward. All right. So you guys march, march up, standard attention. He's like at ease, Miss Miss Mister Taggart. Now, uh, no, his last name's Gideon. Gideon. He's like at ease, Mister Gideon. Now, obviously, you're probably wondering why we uh, called you here, uh, Mister Mister Bow, Specter Jordan Bow has recommended the three of you to join him on a mission that requires some some delicacy. Uh, mm-hmm. And more specifically, your specific set of skills, especially you, Mr. Gideon, as a person who gets the job done with not many questions asked, and um, getting information where none should be found. We have contacted uh, you, Miss Halisi, for being an exceptional CSEC officer, and your investigative skills should prove to be useful in this investigation. I'll do my best. And, Connell, what was your character's name again? Sorry. <laughs> Walter Corvell. And Mr. Corvell brought you here because, well... Not you... a lot of people survive brain camp. That's true, but... Uh... <laughs> oh, Connell, was your character Jump Zero too? Yeah, he's got an L5 implant. Oh, yeah, man. Jump Zero graduates, baby. <laughs> uh, X- X-Alliance Navy. You come recommended from several people high up in the Human Alliance. Plus, also, Counselor Udina has noticed you as well. So, um, what we want you to do is, if you guys have been following, if sorry, if you people have been following the news recently, um, the Citadel has not been as quiet as it once was. Obviously, we've had our share of problems, both political, economic, and social, but more recently, we've become under the threat of terror. Um, we have had terrorist attacks from the organization known as Cerberus at some point in the past. And we're wondering if something may be happening again with them. Spectre Bow here has requested a small team that is not known to many intelligence channels and networks for a small covert operation to be under his supervision, but under our 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 supervision as well to make sure this can be dealt with delicately and quietly. Um, do you guys have any questions so far? Um, Cor- Corval just like raises his hand really slowly and waits. <laughs> the Salarian counselor Valern looks at you and goes, "Speak." Uh, yeah, thanks. Um, with with all due respect, I'm not the quietest. I would say most genteel person that would be put on jobs like this. Just curious if I'm really the man for this job. Well, according to the intelligence reports that we get from you from your Alliance military, uh, you get the job done. Yeah, just, you know, not everybody gets discharged for unnecessary brutality in combat, but that's that's okay. <laughs> uh, right here. Unnecessary brutality is necessary. <laughs> what? Hey, no, if that's what you're looking for, then yeah, all right. Right, right here, council lady. Um, I, I'd like to ask something. All right, the Asari counselor looks at you. Yeah, um, what makes you think we're going to work well together? Well, in your case, it's your job. Um, And everybody is expected to listen to the Spectres. They're a recognized organization across the galaxy. Uh, They've done some significant good in council space. And uh, if they're asking you for help, it probably means you should probably give it. 
right. Fair enough. Loud and clear. All right. So the uh, goes whatever you need for the next duration of this mission for probably, we're guessing the foreseeable future, you have the council's resources. Any accounts associated with you will be given access to pretty much unlimited credits and or resources we can give you with indiscretion. Oh, God. We're going to the fucking Space Vegas. So consider you... You are <laughs> under direct. You are under direct leadership of Specter Bow, but otherwise you are able to operate in independently as he sees fit to accomplish this mission. Yeah, right. The safety of the Citadel is very important, but I suppose right. I should hand it over to Specter Bow to explain what is going on. The Specter Bow stands up. He takes a uh, position in front of the counselors and goes. Ladies and gentlemen, the reason I've called you here and requested you is, like I said, I need I need a team that's quiet, a team that's good, a team that can get the job done brutally, if necessary, but also okay. efficiently. Oh, now, okay, that's perfect then. We have had a series of high-tech thefts on the Citadel over the course of probably the last seven to eight months. And the things that have been stolen don't necessarily make a whole lot of sense to me. We've had stuff stolen from medical facilities, military facilities, economic facilities, and even academic. There's something connecting all these, but we're not exactly sure what. And the thing is, we're hearing a lot of back chatter, not just on Cerberus channels, but on even potentially Krogan extremists we're hearing stuff out of the blood pack. And we're hearing stuff even out of Omega. And if something this big is coming to the Citadel, we want it taken care of. Now, the main reason we're not doing this as a full Spectre investigation is because we don't know if there's a leak somewhere. By doing this quietly and keeping, keeping the knowledge of this limited to about four to five people, it gives us a bit of, of an advantage. So... I'd like you to join me at the at the Spectre office, and this is where we're going to begin our investigation, figure out what's been going on, and ultimately track these people. Now, more than a few people have died during this, and unfortunately, civilian casualties are getting higher. We've been able to play them off as accidents or random acts of violence. Some reporters are getting closer to the truth than what we'd like. I would prefer not to have to deal with a civilian death that I feel would be undue necessary. Basically not necessary if we can avoid it. Okay. So, counselors, I will take my leave with me and my team. We will be in touch. The counselors dismiss you, and you are led out of the council chambers and the Presidium area. So, you guys walk out onto the Presidium... The day-night cycle has kind of changed over, so it's in the early evening hours right now of the mm -hmm. Galactic Standard Day, which is, I think, 27 hours, if I'm not mistaken. Um, no, 20 hours, sorry. I'm sure it's 20 hours, yeah. Yeah. Why am I flashing back to Men in Black? You either adapt to it or you go insane. <laughs> By the way, true story, I actually did try to do the Men in Black Standard Day for about a month and a half. Yeah, don't do that. I tried. No. Yeah, you'll 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 fuck your system right up. <laughs> oh, you. Oh, yeah, you will. 
<laughs> I thought you said you're gonna fuck your sister. I was like, oh, wait, that what? too. Man. You're gonna fuck that your too. sister. <laughs> All right, so I'm trying to adjust the standard galactic time. You'll fuck your sister. <laughs> man, it makes you do crazy things. Okay, yo, wibbly wobbly timey wimey. Exactly, sister fucky. Thank anyway, you, doctor. All right, so uh. as you are outside on the. Presidium. Uh, Bao walks over to um, kind of a railing, kind of looks out over the huge Presidium, over the financial district, and goes, well, one of the things I didn't tell you in there, because I didn't want it to say in front of them, is there's a lot of people dying. A lot more than what I've been able to actually tell them. Interesting. The last... Why is that? Is it because of the circumstances? I don't know. And that's frankly what is scaring me. The last place that was hit, and it bothers me to even say this, was it was a medical facility. Mm. It was a medical facility specifically um, for treating infectious diseases. That sounds really bad. And the thing is, not just whoever broke in there, not just took a medical VI core. But they executed every doctor they could on their way out. Holy shit. Maximum confusion and chaos. Sounds about right. So, I have the... witnesses, I guess. I have the sneaking suspicion that this may be bioweapon related, but I'm not sure. The signs are pointing towards it, but I wonder if that's a bit of a smokescreen, because that seems just a little too obvious. Well, if there's other factions that are involved with it not just medical we're talking what technological everything like that so you said it must be some sort of like i don't even know how to describe it it must be something that uses many different be- means of weaponry if they're could trying to create be, something could also be one particular theft is important the others are as noted simply smoke screens we'll have to look at sure. what was actually stolen and who was killed fair enough all right, so I guess let's get out of the open. I'm not comfortable talking about this. Let's go down to the Spectre offices. Okay. So Either way. eventually you go down a elevator. You come down to the embassy level of the, of the Presidium. It's quiet because, like I said, it is getting a little bit later on at night. You see a couple of Hanar just kind of hanging around, a couple of Volus... They look like there's some kind of dignitaries. They're kind of hashing something out. It's kind of like... It's... You don't normally see Volus getting this angry over something. But it's just something that you kind of know. It's just something a little bit odd. <laughs> you see Volus getting this angry all the time. Whenever you call them things like short, chubby, stubby... <laughs> that is Fart easy. smeller, fart God breather... Damn. You humans, man. Oh, no, my character's not saying that uh, in character. I'm saying that totally out of character, man. Oh, okay, fair enough. (laughs) Hello, fart smeller. No. Um, (laughs) Hey there, Wheezy. Where's your six other little buddies? (laughs) Oh! All right, so you walk up the giant staircase uh, across from the human counselor's office into the uh, Spectre offices. At this time of night, there's nobody around. So, Spectre Bao goes, alright, so, I'm going to share with you the details of what has been stolen so far. Maybe you guys will see a pattern where I'm not. So, he leads you into one of the conference rooms, and there has this huge holographic 
uh, projector, which is connected to basically everything in the Citadel archives and every planet everywhere at any time. Huge info center, more or less. So he calls up a list of the places that have been attacked. There was, like I said, there were the previous places that I mentioned. There was a farming place hit. And a terraforming lab was the one that was probably hit uh, just before the medical facility in the last couple of weeks. So, what has been taken so far are are protein compounds. Plans for some kind of a terraforming device and viral samples, and medical VI core. And, well, the other thefts, they're not sure whether they're connected. So other things that have been taken are huge stashes of weapons, mechs, uh, ships, have also been stolen right out of basically dry dock, and other things that have also been taken um, also include armor. And oddly enough, there has been... A lot of um, a lot of firepower, uh, serious serious firepower has been taken out of possibly CSEC weapon storage. Hmm. But that may just be Spectres moving stuff around. Even Spectres hide stuff from each other. So the only thing that really gets me is the fact that there was farm there was things from a farming community stolen, and that. It seems to be the odd man out, but at the same time, if you really think about it, this could be some sort of military installment someone's trying to create. Terrible some kind device, of- along with protein compounds, could be used to culture diseases, certainly. The medical VI would obviously be programmed in this area, I'm assuming. Diagnostics? Possibly. That could then be used to spread the disease via the terraforming device. However... Well, as noted, that seems too obvious. Mm. I think it's too early to tell. What size of terraforming terraformer are we talking about? Something on a planetary scale, but could very easily be scaled down to affect something on a more regional uh, level. Definitely something several thousand square kilometers for sure. This mm. is targeting a specific region. Hmm. 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 Okay, I would like you to roll. <laughs> I love it. I fucking love it. I, every I'm just gonna get it. Character character is now just stroking their chin. Yes. Mm. Yes. Mm. If only I had a beard. Intelligent. If only I had a beard. I would like you to each roll your intuition. Oh shit. Uh. Oh yeah, I'm good. Oh yeah, no, I'm good. Intuition. Oh, shit. Thirteen. Oh, yeah, but remember, plus forty. Wait. So we're just doing the one 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 D one hundred, right? Yeah, yep. and then roll under plus. your intuition plus forty. My God, this system is complicated and dumb. So see, I, I think roll under fifty three, which I had done. I have rolled a thirty seven. Okay. My intuition is thirteen, so I'm adding forty yeah. to that, and then trying yep. to roll under that number. So I'm rolling under fifty three. I yep. rolled a thirty seven, so that's a success. I I still okay, rolled so under yeah, my unmodified successful. intuition. Yeah, um, I'm good. So well, bloody fucking mine, mine is good too. Mine was 16. So, so who got the lowest here? Grand total. Uh, that would be Tiffany. Tiffany. I got 52. Yeah. Okay, so Tiffany, what? Well, well, Tiffany got the lowest roll. Yeah. Yes. Roll 12. By looking at the different thefts, 
you're starting to put together there's definitely some kind of a medical theme kind of going on here. The rest of the stuff does seem to be anomalies, but they may just be kind of smokescreen. Now, there are several different groups that are kind of fitting in with this that would be stealing this particular type of tech. The people you're looking at are either potentially... Um, Angry as fuck Batarians looking for <laughs> payback for the Batarian mass relay incident. Yep. yep. Cerberus is definitely a thing, especially with the whole biomedical, bioweapon attack angle, because something on the Citadel was tried several months back. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And there are possible connections to organized crime, possibly on Omega. There are signs pointing to the blood pack because there are an unusual number of Krogans involved in any of these attacks, but they could just be mercs. But you're sensing there's maybe just a little bit more something to it. Yeah, but the Blood Pack oh. always acts as mercenaries. They rarely act on their own. Yeah, they're generally for hire. Oh, so then we just gotta find one of those guys and squeeze him for intel. Uh, have you ever tried to squeeze a Krogan? You want to simply shake down a Krogan for information. Yes. I'd like to pay to see okay. that. <laughs> I will stand behind the <laughs> sidelines no, it's like, and watch you try to do that. Gideon thinks about it for a second. Okay. We'll, we'll be in the corner here. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, cool. Sounds good. Uh, let's go. Um, but more seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna find I some mean, random Krogan unless, and shake them down. Unless you're serious about wanting to get your skull crushed by a Krogan, I would suggest... Um, I mean, I have a strong feeling that something right. is going to happen with Cerberus here. But that's right, just, well, I might be biased. That's the like I hate those guys. Cerberus, so. yeah. I mean, if you've got a like, but if we have any possibility or or any inclination that the blood pact is involved, do they it's, share information amongst their group or not? I would ba imagine they would have to at some point. So ba somebody might know something. Bow Bow says, "Well, it's not like they're all loyal to each other, so maybe credits speak louder than loyalty." So maybe we, as you say, put a squeeze on someone, maybe see where things are kind of headed. We do have those accounts that the council gave us. Yeah, it's like Skullduggery 101. You find somebody that knows more than you, you squeeze them for info. So, all right then. So how do you, how do you guys feel about slumming it tonight then? It's nothing I haven't done before. I don't mind slums. He says, well... Put on your trashiest outfit over your best armor, and uh, let's have a night on the town. If oh, man, talking, sweet. Talking, it's the same outfit. We're talking trashy, outfit, or are we talking hobo trashy? We're talking, like, sexy trashy, or hobo trashy? <laughs> he goes... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Should I dress like a homeless person or a prostitute? Or a prostitute. <laughs> I mean, a homeless prostitute? We'll go in the middle. I'll, we'll, we'll do in the middle. Middle ground. Oh, you're sorry. You're so, so weird. Um, <laughs> you love it. He says, uh... Something revealing, yet if you get shot in the chest plate, it's not going to kill you. Fair enough. I'll I know exactly the thing. Uh... I know just the thing. He goes, meet me at the entrance to Zakara Ward in about two hours. I'll be there. Um, I'll be in the green outfit. All right. So he leads you outside of the outside of the Spectre office, goes back in, locks the door behind him, and you guys have about two hours to kill. All right, oh, so hookers and blow? I'm thinking hookers and blow, but that's just me. I apparently need to go buy a trashy outfit. 
Thanks I'll let you, my... Gideon. I'll let you borrow one of mine. I'm oh, sure it'll do fit. That. I don't think I have the bust for it. <laughs> Just wear it on your back. It, the no, I, 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 Gideon, Gideon looks down at his chest, looks at you. He's like, "No, your breasts are larger than mine." Ah, uh, fair enough. I don't have the time to take it in for you. Okay. This is That's awkward. That's fine. And I have. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully Gideon is enough, an odd person. My outfit and my armor is the same thing. Awesome. <laughs> All um, right. So, yeah, no, um, Dodd, Gideon goes out, basically finds somewhere to buy... Um, Hobo clothes. Tra- trashy armor that he can slip in uh, shields and some armor plating into. He just finds a homeless guy and gives him money for his coat. Alla <laughs> <laughs> Batman begins. I love it. I love it. Alright, so after a couple of hours and shopping at the most interesting stores, you guys arrive at the entrance to Zakara Ward. It's loud, it's noisy, it's getting a little bit later on in the evening, so there's a lot of people just kind of walking around. Some of them look, you know, pretty well off to be hanging out down here, so you're probably thinking, well, they're definitely kind of slumming it. But it's your typical, say, Saturday night-ish crowd. Sort of thing. So there's a lot of people. Plenty of civilians. Exactly. Glovers, ravers, etc. So you look over and near the entrance, you do see Bao dressed in sort of a... I wouldn't call it quite a raver's outfit, but something a little more flashy. Definitely... Solarians rave? Some of them do. Some of them don't always agree into academia. Some of them are just want to born to party, so to speak. He's not dressed up for, uh, for raving. He's dressed up for clubbing. Yeah, exactly. So he's like, "Well, it's it's classier." Oh, oh wait, no, no, no. It's it's Solarian rave music. So you need to speed it up even more because they only live for forty years. So they need to uh, pack like five days worth of raves into one night. Into one night. That's very true. So so it's like. Skrillex timed up to a thousand. I was going to say, it's like dubstep on steroids. Yes. He goes, well... LSD on acid. What we're going to do is uh, we're going to pose as a uh, group selling red sand and we're going to be looking for muscle. So hopefully that'll get us into a few places where there's potentially some blood pack mercenaries. I've Uh, actually done that before for my job at CSEC, so it shouldn't be a problem. Well, that's good because I'm not familiar with this area down here, so... uh, Miss Halisi, you'll be leading the way. I'll right. be acting as your employer, but you guys will be my bodyguards. Got it. Where are you going to go? Um, well, I'm going to defer to everybody else. Where do you guys think we should go? I don't even remember what we're doing down here. <laughs> I thought we were just going to go get a drink and think this over. <laughs> oh, wait, Here's- no, we're finding a guy from the blood pack. Right, that was my yes. idea. Thanks for for staying on track, buddy. Hey, I'm trying to. Oh, you're just... good, man. You're good. Yeah, but I'm like, let's go. I got a lot on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was just recruited by the council. Goddammit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just enjoying a pint out on the rim. And so, <laughs> well, if I know Krogans, they like to drink heavily. So I'm thinking we should head to the bar. See Try if to we can find, find a any bar that allows for uh, that allows for cage matches or pit fighting. Yeah, some, something dirty and, you know, yeah. not not necessarily worried about it being clean in the morning. Do you want to play, like, uh, bait and switch? Like, you want to try to hook one in or something like that, and then we'll talk to him? Yeah, sure. I'm done uh, with that. I've done that before. You, you know what, Mike? Um, while we're actually planning, um, and all, we're just kind of walking around looking at bars and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Gideon look um, basically looks aside at the um, tries to find a bunch of mean looking Turians. Oh no! And, and intimate that he is looking. To, um... So we're specifically looking for Krogan, right, guys? Just, yes. just we're, we're looking for Blood, Krogan. Not just Blood, Krogan. Well, Blood, Blood Pack, Pack, I guess. So tech, yeah. It's Kro- It's going to be Krogan and Vorcha. Uh, You're not going to find a lot of Vorchos. But Krogan are going to be way more easily manipulated. I know. Um, I a, a plan is forming in my mind, and oh, I'm okay. going to attempt to elaborate it in character, which is All this. Right. If we can't find them by looking for them, looking just out to see if we find... Blah. Let, let me let let Derek re, re, revamp the wheels of that conversation. <laughs> if we can't find them from a cursory scan, we simply find a reason to ask someone else. You could just ask someone else if they've known any Blood Pack guys around here. Yeah, um, you know what? He just, um... <laughs> it's like, well, he, he, guys, he literally is just going guys to... Guys that works what? for Blood Pack around here? <laughs> well, first There's of all, Mike, do we much? see anyone who looks like they might be Blood Pack? Or just any Krogan in general, they're kind of hard to miss. You do see a couple of Krogan walking around, though they seem dressed kind of civvy. Um, oh you... God, they're preppy Krogan. Can, can I? They want to eat the fish out of the Presidium pond. <laughs> Although you do see, as you were mentioning, you you do see a couple of tough-looking um, uh, Turians. Though they look like they're part of a local gang around here. They call themselves Palavin's Fist. They. I can work with that. I like that. Okay, so they are hanging out in the corner. They're dressed in kind of a silver and red sort of armor. They're not shy about hiding who they are. They kind of have an understanding with, with like, C-Sec. Don't interfere with the Turians, and they won't interfere with you. We keep mostly to red sand and gambling. Okay, so our plan thus far is to look for uh, Blood Pack. Give me a moment. I think I can deal with this. Okay. Go ahead, man. All right, so Uh, are you going to roll charisma for this one? uh, Well, I... uh, Yes, and the fact that I speak fluent Turian. Nice. Okay. Is Roll. that going to give me a bonus of some sort? Yep, yep. Roll me charisma. Clicks. Okay. <laughs> oh, damn, dude. Are you serious? Um, Mike, what was the Critical failure. No, no, Mike, Mike, what was the difficulty on this? I can start spending luck. It was medium difficulty. Holy okay, so shit, man. That, was that after getting some kind of bonus for speaking Turian? Yeah. Uh, what's the medium difficulty penalty? Is I think it... it's thirty. Minus thirty? Yeah, I think so. Uh, one sec. Let me let me see if it's feasible for me to buy this down. Uh, if... <laughs> Unless he guys. watches as he starts to. No, no, he 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 he's like, guys, I've got this. <laughs> and then the wrong fucking product comes out of his mouth. He's like, fuck me. Unless he just kind of puts You basically just. So, what you said to them without any grace is, I fucked all your sisters while your mother watched. What are you going to do yeah, about no. it? <laughs> Walks over. You are little girls. How are you today? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. What Connell said. That, that's beautiful. Yes. And then, <laughs> and then you guys can actually see the, the wheel grinds in Gideon's head. It's like, yep. oh, I fucked up. Okay, right. well, this is going to get unpleasant. Palesti just says, uh, can we can we just leave him here? Because I'm pretty yes, sure he's going to get up. We don't know him, right? We're, we're, no, we're, let's just go. Let, Dodd, go what did about. they do? Well, the one, the really big one who's got half of his tusk missing, or half of his kind of lower jawline, looks at you and is like, 
Really? In perfect English. <laughs> Is that right? He kind of shoves you back and says, really? Do you want to say that again? You know what? Yes. I would. I do. (laughs) And Dodd, I look him, Gideon looks him in the eyes with those cold, dead eyes of a man who's had half his brain burnt out. Uh, And I'm initiating an initiation challenge, an intimidation challenge. Okay. Uh, So I will roll that and hopefully not roll as badly as last time. Okay. Let's see what you got. I succeed. Yeah, pretty much. Really um, fucking well I succeed. Nice. So he starts to he starts to pull his omni blade, but you look at him with this thousand excuse me. Not just a thousand yard stare, light years yard stare. Yeah, I, I look him at the eye and there's that, that little flicker of biotic energy behind <laughs> Gideon's eyes. He's and like basically Don, I'm trying to turn this situation around to one where I basically where I've come up. Giving them a casual insult. You're trying to cling on them. Oh, yeah. No, I I stepped up. (laughs) So he's like, oh, all right. (laughs) Well, maybe human, I won't have to spill your guts across the pavement. Let's have a conversation, you and I. Let's. Let's let's leave our friends here. Of course. So he kind of puts his arm around you and goes, human takes a lot of, as you guys say, balls to say that to one of us. Dorians have no balls. <laughs> so, <laughs> what do you want to know? I got some red sand, if that's what you're looking for. Or maybe Ooh, you want sand. us to go kind of deal with someone. <laughs> Either way, I'm you've definitely earned my respect for the night. I'm looking for information, and I'm quite happy to pay for it. Okay, what are you looking for? We're looking for some blood pack. Blood pack? Come on, you can do so much better for Mercs. I mean, come on, me and my boys are for hire. Yeah, well, depending but you're on what not stupid muscle. Well, I can't deny that. <laughs> we uh, need muscle who aren't going to ask difficult questions afterwards. Well, considering most croak and I know can barely put together a sentence in the Vorture or even stupider than that, yeah, the galaxy could use a few more dead uh, Krogan. Protein recycling. Good. It's good for the environment. Good for you. Well, if you take a walk down to that corner, there's a little, um, I think you humans call it kind of like a speakeasy, kind of an illegal place to hang out. It's called Sovereigns. Oh, yeah. Go in there. I like it. Go in there and uh, tell them you went to Ilos. They'll let you in the front door. Thank you. And I slip him the... Whatever the reasonable amount of credits is, plus, you know, a little bit extra. Okay, so you give them uh, a handsome amount of 5,000 credits. That and your finger slips, so why not? Yeah. (laughs) You're not paying for it, you don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I got, like, 250 credits. (laughs) Yeah, that's going to be a music itemized report. Bribed Turian Gangster. Just write that down on your credit forms right now, just I really quickly. Put that in my taxes. Yeah. Make a note for your taxes. Bribery. Make sure we claim that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you do that. Back. Once our business is concluded, he walks back over to the group. Sovereign. Okay, that actually didn't go as bad as I was expecting. Uh, Gideon. That didn't go I apologize, as bad as I but you need to know how to speak to Turians. 
uh, apparently yes, it you means, do. you know, <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you really do. Yeah, kind of a train wreck, but at the end, it, it ended up working out. So good on Some you. Some of us paid attention on Jump Zero. <laughs> All right. So oh, after. Is that a fact? <laughs> so Some af- of us don't need L1 implants. Oh, sorry. Oh, is that a fact? Yeah, I got an L5. You shush. <laughs> so after a couple of minutes, you your group dis- <coughs> disperses. And Bao goes, all right. So, Mr. Gideon, what do you got? There's a speakeasy called Sovereigns. Tell them you went to Ilos to get in. Blood Pack's congregating there. All right, then. So, uh... Highly recommend if you've got your weapons, you keep you keep them handy. I've heard about this place. Never been inside, though. Let's just say they uh, don't much care for Salarians. But uh, we're going to hope that uh, money talks and bullshit walks today. Well, uh, he looks at Talisi, but I suspect that they do care for Asari. Hmm. That will indeed come to our advantage. Yeah. I plan to use that advantage. All right, then. So... You guys head down a couple of different back alleys. You see uh, several people uh, having some illicit fun in the back alleys. You even see what would be considered a Krogan mating ritual happening in an alley. <laughs> That's that, got to be loud and, as, as we pass, and Gideon just says, look at the quads on that one. Ew. <laughs> Bao says, sometimes in this job you see things you just want to forget. Oh, so... It's if, two dudes fighting it out. <laughs> be, they, be, they, they call it nice fighting. <laughs> so you come down to this huge door, and there's obviously a little slit in it. So the stereotypical kind of Earth-style speakeasy. A VI appears at the door, and it looks like, well, Sovereign. Just this oh glowing God. red reaper that's probably Very. about six feet tall. Where have you come from? Ilos. Uh, the VI turns and looks at the rest of the group. It stops and looks at Helisi. Uh. You see a scan go over your body. It scans you up and down. C-Sec officer, Helisi. Oh, shit. <laughs> Please wait here. Oh, uh, fucking hell, that sucks. Uh, after about ten seconds, a tough-looking Turian and a Vorcha come up to the door. Uh, ring-a-ding. He goes, so, can we help you folks? Looking right at you. And don't pull your weapon, sorry. As okay. you... I want you to roll uh, what would be the equivalent of perception. I think that would be intuition. Yeah. Intuition? Okay. Well, why we call it intuition? Shit. Damn! That sucks. <laughs> I'm gonna give this one to you because I think it's dramatically appropriate. Really? Okay. <laughs> you can... You don't know how, but it's almost like you can feel a sniper scope pointed at the back of your head. Okay. Ooh. Okay. He um, goes, well, C-Sec, why are you here? And who are your friends? I think you and I both know that there are plenty of quote-unquote CSEC officers in here looking for uh, specific things you can't get anywhere else in the Zakara Ward. A good so time. why don't you, yeah, 
<laughs> Why don't you let us fly? We won't give you any problems. We won't draw our weapons. We're just looking for some fun. Tell you what. Roll me charisma. Okay. Can I also... And this is, this is also at a hard modifier, which is minus 40. If she does, if she goofs this... Shut which she did... Fucking all right, home, I'm gonna try man. then. Why am I rolling like shit? Oh, oh god! god <laughs> why damn. is it so? Why is it uh, so? Like, why can't we do like D fifty or something or some shit like that? Like, why that's can't stupid. we just roll well? Why do uh, we have to keep being such dumb dumb heads? Try this, All right, Jesus Christ! I'm gonna get bullet in the head. <laughs> why oh why did I make a character with intelligence one? <laughs> All right, so as you're sitting there, the VI disappears. The Turian and the Vorch are like, "All right, come with us." Oh shit! And if you so much as move a muscle, I will paint the alleyways with your gray matter. Mm. So you are led inside. You can see the bar on the inside, and it's quite the happening place. You are led down behind a door in the coat check room. Oh man, really? So you're led down a huge hallway. Which, as far as you can tell, probably has some sort of weapons mounted in the walls and the floor. Shit. And you come into a small room that has a round table and several chairs in it. The Vorcha goes, sit down! Uh, I'm gonna sit. (laughs) I think he needs a lozenge. (laughs) Now, Halisi is led down this hall. The rest of you are waiting outside in the alleyway. The Turian goes, well, I don't know whether you knew she was C-Sec or not. I'm going to believe that maybe you didn't. So, why are you guys here? And why'd you bring a cop to my doorstep? Like I said, I'm willing to overlook that. Um, he, oh, Gideon, why are we here? Um, Gideon looks at um, uh, Bao. Walter. I, I assume that Bao's still here. Yep. Oh, he looks Bao. at him. He looks at Bao. I told you that she was suspicious and that you shouldn't have hired her. If you would only listen to me when I attempt to give you advice, these things wouldn't happen. This is what you pay me for. You see Bao's body language change completely and his entire mannerisms kind of drops away from strict as military strict can be to like, look, man, I just thought she was a good lay. <laughs> you always chase the azure. Hey man, when it's that azure. blue, you know what to do. That's all I'm saying. This is. He looks at the Turian and he just gives it this look of, oh my god, my boss is an idiot. <laughs> He's like, well, as your friend said, when it's that blue, you know what to do. All right. <laughs> Trust me, you're not that stupid to be that smart, so come on in, guys. So, you enter the Sovereign Speakeasy, and in the corner, you do... Is this place Reaper-themed? No, it's just... Well, actually, there are pieces what look like pieces of Sovereign. You presume they're just fake. Um... This whole place is... The lights are gonna go, and everyone's eyes are gonna be fucking glowing husk blue, aren't they? (laughs) 
I should make the bartenders look like husks. No. Um, Hell yeah. But you, anyway, so you, <laughs> so you enter the speakeasy, the lights are low, it's kind of smoky in there, people are smoking, and in the corner you very clearly see a couple of blood pack mercenaries. Super, okay. super clear as day. They are making no attempts to hide themselves. Is but Halisi before that, us? no. Back to Halisi. So you sit in this quiet room. A couple of minutes passes. And another Asari walks in the room. Hmm. She's dressed uh, kind of modestly. But you do see a sidearm on her side. So she sits down across from you. And goes, so? Who are you? And why are you here? Look, I already explained to your Turian bodyguard person that I am here for a good time. Um, you and I both know I'm not the only person of authority who's ever graced your halls. I happen to know a bunch of bureaucrats that uh, that frequent this place because of its um, less than legal liqueurs, we'll say. Um, so don't give me that shit. Tell you what. Let's say you are here for a good time, but not a long time, as you might say. Tell you what. Give me your Omni tool for just a minute. And give me your CSEC access codes. And give me ten minutes. If, <laughs> if you are what I think you are, you shouldn't have a problem with it. And let's just say some records are going to take a bit of a walk. And you get to live. And hey, you're always welcome here. Because now we have you by the blue ball, so to speak. Can I? Well, for, I have persuasion as one of my skills. Can I use that somehow right now? Yep. How but, Do I just roll 1d100? Yep. And you're at a impossible modifier. Because she has you right where she wants you. I know. I'm not sure what else to do right now. Um, just go with it. That's what. Okay. Just, I'm just gonna embrace I just don't know. the corruption. <laughs> Become a crooked cop. I don't actually know what number my, or my, what score my persuasion is though. What is it? Is it just like whatever my um, charisma? Charisma is okay. Okay. Fingers crossed. Shit. Yeah. Uh, no. Okay. So yeah, I can't let you do that. You can spend luck. If you have uh, enough luck. Don't forget, you're in the first hour, I might add. Yeah. Mm. Will we make it to the second in this race? <laughs> Will Tiffany survive? Yeah, really. Um, well, Critical my mission failure indeed. Are you going to try and talk your way out of it or just kind of let her take it? Mm. Um, I'm trying to figure out what the ramifications of her taking the information. I mean, obviously, it would, like, fuck me over like fuck her over for a C-Sec and like possibly well, get like encrypted information all out. It, it may not actually fuck you that. over necessarily because she, uh, she wants to use you for information. She wants to maybe use your access for a moment to go in and do something. But the thing is that she, she's going to want to be able to use you again in the future. She doesn't want to, <laughs> she probably doesn't want to burn you on the first go. <laughs> yeah, she does. True. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was trying to do persuasion because I just wanted to try to maybe convince her to, I don't know, fuck Khaleesi to make her forget about everything. But at the same time, I don't you know. You always I just think offer that's lots of idea. money. That uh, is true. Would I have to roll for that again, though? Nope. No? Okay, well, let's just 
Yeah, MacGuffin this. All right. Um, <clears throat> all right. Well, I can see that you're going to be kind of hard to crack. I happen to have an exorbitant amount of money that I'm prepared to offer you if you're willing to forget that I was here. Well, you see, she pulls her gun, puts it on the table. Barrel pointed at you. Money comes and goes. Information is forever. So, I'm going to ask you again. Give me your Omni-Tool and ten minutes, and you're always welcome, Officer Khaleesi. <clears throat> Can I ask what kind of information you want? For every question you ask from here on out, I pull this trigger once. Oh. So. Yeah. Do, okay, quick question. Do yeah. I see this happening? Oh, no, this oh, is not right. a long haul. This is, yeah, this is like, oh, I'm totally fuck. alone. <clears throat> you know what? I don't want to fuck my luck pool right now. Um, you have a deal, pretty lady. And I hand over my Omni-Tool. She's like, good. Now go out to the floor. I'll see you in just ten minutes. You okay. tell me who. <laughs> All right, so you exit the room. You can feel as you walk down the hallways, weapons stand down as you pass by them. Basically, that wall, okay. the basically that hallway was a hallway of death, walk mm. of shame. Yeah. You're so not even, even if I tried to kill time anymore, if I, if I had tried to kill her, I would have been dead before I reached like a foot out the door. <laughs> okay, fair enough. All right, so. You exit outside, you uh, join your compatriots, and uh, you see some blood pack mercenaries, and uh, you join your group. What are you guys going to do now? It's somebody else. Um, I, I don't <laughs> somebody else. Right we didn't think the plan this far. <laughs> I, I'm, let's just go talk to them. I don't want to talk about what happened just now. No, I don't want to talk. Where's your Omni tool? <laughs> um, that's yeah, that's question. an interesting story. Uh, so, oh, oh man, I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> and you know what? I will tell you all about it after we finish talking to the Krogan. Let's go. And she starts walking over immediately without waiting for a response. I'm wondering how useful their tech skills are. I will tell you all about it right after you go get yourself some medication and go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you guys approach uh, the blood pack's table. You see a huge Krogan. He's armored up to high hell. He's missing an eye. Um, He has got a very nasty looking eviscerator shotgun on his back. And he's hanging out with a couple of Vorcha. He looks at Bao and goes, Don't tell me this silly Solarian's the one looking for us. What about you uh, humans there? Solarian? I thought he was a Turian. No, 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 no. No, no, he's no, a Solarian. Bao, the, the, the specter that we're with is a Solarian. Yes, Bao. Yes. <sighs> yeah. Little tiny frog dude. Yeah, okay. <laughs> frog dude. I'm sorry, I thought he was a Turian. That's all good. We were talking Dude, I'd be so much bar. more confident of our odds if he was a Turian. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> too. Same. Uh, what, anyways. What's, what's he going to do? Is he going to tech ninja the Krogan to death? <laughs> Probably, but, you know. So, so alright. Which of you Which of you four is looking for blood pack? And why? <laughs> Just look over at Elise. <laughs> Eyebrows up. Uh, and Halisi just kind of raises her fingers and waves to them. That'd be me. Um, I happen to think Blood Pack mercenaries are pretty sexy. 
<laughs> well. Yep. Just nervous laughter. Just nervous. <laughs> Not gonna lie, you got a nice ass on you, big blue, but uh, I ain't buying it. It was worth a shot. Um, Gideon, fucking, go ahead. <laughs> How did I become our spokesperson? I'm not even... Well, then, you know what, Corva? You know what? You take it. Yeah. Um... Either one of you humans, really. Uh... Interchangeable. That hurt on some level. Yeah, fuck it, why not? sorry, robot. So, this one, and he points a thumb at Elise, says she's gonna pay me... How many credits did you say? To see if I can beat a Krogan in a fist fight. <clears throat> Way too many credits to say out loud in this bar. Krogan once again looks at you, Corvell. He's like, My God. Since you people joined the council, you're all getting so fucking stupid. Right? <laughs> so which Krogan's one of you is... obviously has... drunk, isn't he? I love it. Yeah. Yes, he's, he's like... definitely drunk. He's like, so which one of you four has the sense in your head before I introduce your head to some lead? I Damn, I didn't know Krogan's could rhyme. Do we got a spot for that, or do we just fight in the bar? Oh, hell, I don't care. I don't know half these motherfuckers. I'll shoot them all. <laughs> Not like anyone's gonna come down here and clean it up, let alone C-Sec. Yes, but if you start shooting everyone in the bar, they'll stop serving you alcohol. Yeah, it's true. <sighs> they don't serve booze to people what hit them. The human... On the other hand... On the other hand... If you were to come and talk with us, for your time, you'd be able to buy a great deal more booze. Human, I like you. Let's sit down and have a drink, and have a talk of many credits. <laughs> he just, like, <laughs> looks at Gideon, just like, you're no fun. <laughs> Gideon gives this long-suffering look to the group, motions for what passes for a bartender, and, and just... Makes the, like, round of drinks sign. I love it. All right, so you sit down with the Krogan. What are you going to ask him? He's like, human, what do you need from the blood pack? And how much is this going to cost Cost you? Me. Well. <laughs> I take the credits. You give them. That's how he this works. really is drunk. <laughs> it's true. I also buy the rounds and you drink them. Yes. Many. <laughs> so yes. let's be po- so let's start this in a more human fashion. Let's have a couple drinks first. Yes. Mike, so. here is my plan. Before we pump the Krogan for information, we're gonna get him more drunk. Roll me your intuition. Let's see if you can. Yeah, so- don't get him so he passes out. You have to figure out what's the limit of this Krogan's four livers. <laughs> He has backup livers. He'll be okay. I pass. Yeah, pretty much. So you drink him to the point of stupidity. Um, and he's I'm like, not so worried about his Vortja, because a Vortja has the attention span of a goldfish. Pretty much. They're like, ooh, shiny. So. Corvall, talk- jiggle your keys. Entertain <laughs> the Vortja. I ain't got keys for nothing. I don't got a car. What's the matter with you? Now, in order to keep the Vorcha from overhearing the conversation, Corvell, once again, you're more or less doing the jingle your keys, and Tiffany, you are unfortunately get unwanted advances from them. Uh, yeah, okay. But Bao keeps them mostly away from the 
from you as best he can, acting like an <laughs> an idiot. <laughs> yeah, been boned uh, by a fortune platoon all at once. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, no. That is hilarious. He whispers. Bow whispers in your ear. <laughs> when this is over, you so owe me. <laughs> so, what do so, you want to ask the uh, blood pack merc? I hear the blood pack's been doing some uh, heavy work lately. Oh yeah, it's great. There's this stupid, stupid human. Got the stupidest haircut I've ever seen. Should be bald. Anyway, his name's his name's Parker Franklin Parker, some Cerberus, some Cerberus asswipe. But anyway, he's paying us to hit this uh, Salarian Research Lab. Really, really top shelf stuff. Oh man, that that sounds like it's going to be a good time. Oh my god, so much money! We are going to be drowning in females when all this is over. And let me tell you this, they're all going to pay after this. Every single one of those people are going to pay. They just don't know it yet. Oh, who's, oh, you got to tell me, who's, who are you going to make pay? (laughs) He passes out. (laughs) Head slams right off the table. I love it. Breaks the table. Oh no, his head, his head slams on the table. And he's just, as he's just kind of tottering in his chair, Gideon just puts a hand on him, pushes him off the chair. Yep, he falls to the floor. He throws up on himself, but he's good. Unless he kind of puts her boot on top of his uh, his thorax and says, okay, that was pretty easy. Except we kind of lost the last bit. Mm, well, the problem is he wouldn't have told us the last bit if he wasn't drunk. That's very true. Good call getting him drunk. All right, so... As we begin to wrap up this hour on Terrible Warriors, you now know... Where the blood pack is going to hit next, the Salarian Research Lab. But why? So, for this hour of Terrible Warriors, I've been your game master, Mike the Birdman Dodd, joined with. I'm Derek the Bard from Chasing the Muse. I am Toronto's greatest supervillain, Dr. Holocaust, also known as Colonel Macbeth. And I am a random civilian named Tiffany, aka Fon Solo. Alright, guys, so until next time, this is my favorite podcast on the Citadel. Be seeing you. You have just listened to the Terrible Warriors. Did they succeed in saving the day? Did someone do something completely insane and stunned the GM into a stupefied silence? And lastly, did someone get punched square in the dice bags? Also, are there any settings or RPG adventures you would like our Terrible Warriors to play next? Do you have your own awesome or insane stories of your own RPG conquests or failures? Comment on this episode podcast at TerribleWarriors.com. Message us on Twitter at DiceWarriors or email us at feedback at TerribleWarriors.com. Until next time, geeks and gamers, the dice has been put away, the books back on the shelf, and the Cheetos stuck to the floor. Thanks for listening to the Terrible Warriors. Terrible Warriors.